It is February the 2nd, 2022. That's right, y'all. It's 2, 2, 2, 2. And the time here in Egypt is 5.31 p.m. What's happening? Hey, (laughs) y'all. So I figured today would be a good day to do a transformation update. Um, It's been a hot minute. I've only done one other transformation update, and I feel like today is a good day to do that. Happy Lunar New Year. Um, I know we're officially like a week past halfway through the school year. We're a little shy of four weeks uh, coming up out of the second term and being able to move into the third term. And I'm wholeheartedly excited, not just because... That means this winter is coming to a close. I just don't. I'm just not a fan. I love Mother Nature. And she knows I get, I, I'm going to the cut. I don't try to disrespect her during winter. You know, if somebody wants to do something, I'm game. I have to put on all these extra layers and I be cute and everything. But I just, I, I want to follow the sun. I want to live where the sun resides. Um, I'm a chocolate tropical baby. So it just means that we're getting closer to getting back to this Egyptian heat, which I'm really excited about. Um, Okay, so I just want to say, (laughs) y'all, I picked up another class. And me and this student were reading Crazy Horse. And I don't know, Black History Month today, Crazy Horse hit like this story we're reading. And it's a short, it's like a short novel. So... It's really easy to read. It has the vocabulary in it and everything. And I came in on it. I never, I didn't read the whole book with the student. He came in um, to me like right after Christmas. So he had already been reading it the whole semester. So I came in in the critical parts. Like I came in when the white man came and lived with the Sioux Indians on their reservation. And then all of a sudden Crazy Horse's daughter is sick. I've come in on the part where the... And and actually, this dude that came in, he's the son of of um, General. I don't even want to know. His name was Casper, though. Which is is this crazy? This child's name, this white boy's name, is Casper. Anywho, he supposedly was a friend of Crazy Horse, and lo and behold, he just basically told Crazy Horse. He stays with these Indians like over a month and then he basically tells them, look, dude, my dad is coming and um, they want this land. And it, it gets crazier even after they discover there's gold in them dar hills. And they it's I don't know, y'all, but today we were reading and I'm trying to explain to this Egyptian boy what's going on. He really isn't understanding. So I had to like break it down to him. I was like, look. You Egyptian slash Turkish, right? And he's like, yeah. I say, okay. So imagine you can't even go to Turkey. Like they done said, you cannot go to Turkey. And I said, are you you aware of how big Egypt is? Like he's like, yeah, I know Egypt is big. So I start naming places in Egypt. And I don't know that many places. I'm just naming like (laughs) Fayum, places I've been, like Charm and, you know, uh, Luxor, all of those kind of places. So I was like, imagine... One day you wake up and a white man comes to you and says, you can no longer go to those places. Not only that, you can no longer eat falafel. You can no longer use your language. No more of that. Uh, no more of that. Assalamu alaikum stuff. You cannot do that. Not only that, you got to move out of your house. 
You cannot live with your family anymore. We're going to probably send your dad somewhere because he's a threat to us and we don't really like him anyway. And we're going to take you, your brothers and your sisters, and we're going to put y'all in these little tents where you got to live. And that's all you got. So then this little boy starts to like he when I personalize it, he starts to understand. Now, this is why this is important, because like I told y'all, I really feel like some of the this UAE thing, the UAE, the United Emirates, Arab Emirates or whatever, it is very westernized. Like if you go to Dubai, Dubai is like the United States in, in another country. It's very, very westernized. Everybody speaks English. It is it's a very liberal culture for the most part. I mean, not really for women. Nothing is ever liberal for women. Um, but for the most part, it's very comfortable if you're an American to go to Dubai. It is not comfortable to come to Egypt. Not only that, y'all, I done found out that all this Arabic I've been learning is not Egyptian Arabic. So I didn't have to learn how to do Egyptian Arabic. So, for instance, and yeah, all that to say is Black History Month and reading Crazy Horse is just not good for my mental stability right now. So I'm really glad that we got to read. We're going to read the last chapter tomorrow. I'm supposed to wait till next week, but we're going to get it out the way because otherwise I'm going to have these kids thinking white people are just like evil, even though. In the past, white people have been evil, and now they're like, those are my ancestors. But see, what happens is they'll turn around and say, you know, sins of the father fall upon the son. But that is apparently only, like, relative to people of color. I don't know what's going on, but I no longer accept that. Sins of the father fall on the son. I don't care what race you are. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't even be a race. So, anywho, going back to this language thing. So, this past week, I was trying to learn how to say chicken. Now, in the little book that I have, the word chicken is spelled D-A-J-A-J. So without any tutoring, without me going to my students, I was like, Dajaj, Dajaj. I go to my students and one of them's like, no, miss, it's Degag. The gag, but that's not the real. <laughs> that's not the real way you say chicken. The real way, the Egyptian way, that you say chicken is farah, farah. So I tried to say that first, and I couldn't. He was like, "Miss, you don't have that." That he literally did that. You don't have the. So I've been practicing the all week. So it's farah, farah. Anyway. So I, I thought about that and I was like, that's, you know what, that's something else. Because my students were telling me that the words that I have, that's standard Arabic. That's like, they were basically saying that's Arabic for like, if you're coming from Lebanon, it's the, sta- it's the, 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 the easy words. But they were like, Egyptians don't use those words. Egyptians still have their own language. So say, for instance, we are talking about the word chicken. Okay, and we're in Texas where everybody says chicken. But black people say yard bird. But real black people say yard bird. <laughs> so I was like, man, black people, we y'all, we need our own language. We need our own education systems. We need our own religious systems. We need we just need to like start over as the 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 black people who were taken from our homeland and really created a subculture. Like right now our our subculture is 
um, a modly medley comp, comp, compilation album with all kinds of songs on it. And I really think we need to get down to some sacred science with our language and with how we move in this world as long as we're dealing with racism. Now, if we can get rid of racism, then we can just be. But as long as folk out there think they are quote unquote um, supremacist white and they are they are in these positions of power. Then we got to keep, you know, uh, uh, juking them. We got to keep like creating. We have to keep like fighting for our very survival as uh, brown people on this planet. Um, So shout out to the NFL, by the way, for getting shook. I'm I'm here for this uh, whole uh, uh, legal uh, situation they got uh, pent with this morning. First day of Black History Month, even though it's February 2nd. Y'all know how we do CP time. So transformation update. Have you, Kamika Spencer, learned how to just do what you're supposed to do when you're supposed to do it and not have any problems? No, I have not. I am rebellious by nature. Um, mm, I'm not going to even put a butt in there. I am rebellious by nature. And what I have discovered about me is that how I move is instinctual. Because I don't sit back and openly think to myself, I'm just not going to do it. There's something in me that'll go, "Mm, you don't have to do that right now. It really doesn't say don't do it. It just says you don't have to do that right now. Relax. And it may be because I come out of the habit and the history of being somewhat of a, an achiever, somewhat of a, a go-getter. And it doesn't help that, you, you know, that I've pledged a sorority in college because when you pledge sororities and, and fraternities in college, it amps up the responsibility level. The pressure definitely gets put on you to perform. So, you know, taking care of business becomes instrumental. It doesn't help that I was taught in elementary school by a person who desegregated her school. We were always taught that that work is an honor. Work is a privilege. Uh, Work is a duty. Um, You know, so I have this thing in me that was always like, I got to be doing something. And anybody who knows me knows, I'll say in a minute, you know, I don't mind is the devil workshop. Proximity without purpose is poison. I don't like sitting around doing nothing unless I'm doing it by myself. But sitting around with other people for the sake of socializing, that's dangerous territory for me. It always has been. So I really thought I was going to be able to come here and just like dive into the work. But I'm realizing that not only am I shifting back into first gear, I'm shifting back into first gear without the pressure. There's no pressure. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no um, obligatory. You're going to pay for this later. I do what I'm supposed to do when spirit says do it. Let me say, let me put it that way. And so far, y'all, I haven't failed. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't missed a beat. As a matter of fact, sometimes I don't do something. And then the next day, shit changes anyway. Like the schedule will change or somebody will get COVID and didn't come to school. And now I don't have to worry about it. Or a kid doesn't show up or It'll rain and we'll, we won't have to go to school that day. So I like, I get graced <laughs> time. And I think that's a beautiful thing. 
Another thing that I have been doing is I've been signing off of social networking a lot lately. Like literally I'll post something and then delete Instagram off my phone and it'll be off my phone for four or five days and then I'll re-upload it. And I know that seems problematic, but it's not. It's not. Um, I am contemplating, you know, what am I doing on social networking? Like, I don't really have a brand. I'm not really trying to sell anything. Um, And when I am trying to sell stuff, I'm on there. But for the most part, just going in and checking to see what's going on, it's just not that crucial to me. And it never has been because I have more peace of mind when I'm not online. And I, I... See, my problem is wishing black people would, on some, on some level, unify in such a way that we would crash like Facebook. Because it's garbage. Y'all know Facebook is garbage. I don't, everybody's on there, like, passively, aggressively talking to everybody else. And then those of you who are like, this is for me. It's like, you know you can have that by yourself. Like, just write on your, get you, go get you an expo marker and just write on your, your, your mirror every day. So that's kind of where I am, but I don't, I'm not really interested in projecting myself onto other people just because I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm able to heal myself in a way that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten the opportunity to do if I wasn't here in Egypt. But I'm also not about to be made to feel guilty or any other kind of way because I am in Egypt and I'm able to heal, further heal myself and further sit in silence and um, I've been able to meditate more and that really feels good. I'm, I'm still writing every morning. I still wake up at 555. Uh, I still go to the track. Um, I'm still putting good things in my body and I'm having revelations y'all. Like I'm literally having things happen like feathers showing up in places they shouldn't be showing up when I'm out walking or something or people showing up in my dreams who I haven't seen in years because they are dead and we're actually able to have conversations. Um, And like I told y'all about me doing things in my own time and still having blessings come like I have not been um, I haven't been led astray. And I'm more and more and more listening to podcasts and, and, and filtering my mind with pleasant, good thoughts more and more and more and more and more. Like, literally, I just do not entertain bad thoughts. I do not entertain bad situations. I'm not going to think too long about uh, things that make me feel bad. It's instant. Um, I trust the universe that is within me right now because it is a pure, clean um, universe and I'm happy I'm like happy like happy to a point where my kids (laughs) my students are funny so I found this little joy point yesterday so when I was in the states I used to work with close with journeyman inc that's uh Will Ritchie his um brainchild and one of the things that they do at Journey Manning, I don't know if they still do it, but they had this little thing, this little mantra kind of thing that they would do with students that says, uh, my voice has power to speak my truth and share my light. And then you do it in Spanish. Mi voz tiene poder para hablar mi verdad y compartir mi luz. So I've started doing it with my <laughs> students. 
Now, there's this one student, a uh, young man who, when I first got here, I always have a young man who I have pr- who's problematic, like either won't shut up or something is going on with him. But I had this young man who, when I first got here, I was constantly writing him up and he was constantly not giving a fuck. He did not care. Like, he did not care. He was like, yeah, write me up. And, you know, we were told that these kids have money. These kids come from privilege. And it was very evident that this kid uh, knew that being written up was not going to um, affect him as much as I was thinking it was going to affect him. Because I had another student who was, like, crying when I was telling him, I'm going to put you on the discipline list. But this kid was, like, acting like his parents created the discipline list. Like, it was a weird thing. So he and I have learned to get along because I've learned to like pull back and just really watch him and get to know him. And he's basically an an eccentric child. He's very well versed in language. His vocabulary is high. Um, He loves his video games and, you know, he'll say things to me like, uh, miss, I'm going to create a cape that has the ability to not only make you invisible but allow you to uh communicate with the dead while you're invisible he'll say stuff like that to me like just straight out from left field you know and because i'm who i am i just be like cool you know like whatever i don't brush him off i just be like cool i can't wait send me one hook your teacher up So yesterday, and every time I think about it, (laughs) y'all, I get joy. So yesterday, he was just kind of out of control. He was in the classroom, running around. Students were like, Miss, can you get such and such to be quiet? He's bothering me. And I would say, hey, can you chill out? But yesterday, he would like look at me. He was looking through me yesterday. Like I would be like, yo, and I would say his name and he would stop. And he would be looking at me, listening to what I'm saying. But I could see his little mind processing how far he needed to go after I say, sit down. Because I would say, sit down, he would sit. And then as soon as I would turn around, he would be back up doing whatever. But I have already learned not to lose my cool with this kid. So everything was kind of semi-chaotic. I'm trying to get ready to teach class. Students are, you know, pulling up the board, blah, 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 blah. So I finally started, I just, a lot of times to reel my kids in, I'll just start saying my voice and they repeat after me. So I say my voice. And he goes, my voice <laughs> has power, has power. And he's walking around the room yelling and of course one of the kids like miss kamika could you please make him stop yelling and i just ignore the request i'm just like no because he's burning energy right now i mean his face is red you know to speak speak! (laughs) my truth (laughs) and share my life my life me vols i mean he's exhausting himself y'all like he is He's so loud. This kid is so loud that any minute I am expecting the hall monitor to come in to make sure that I haven't lost control of my class. Because he's right by the front. He's right by the the door, the entrance. The door is closed, but the walls are thin in in this school. Like if a kid screams too long, the, the hall monitor will come down and be like, what's going on in here? 
But I was letting it happen. It was something in me that just would not resist it. And maybe it's because when I woke up that morning, I wrote, this morning I will travel on the road of least resistance. You know, like I do that every morning. Like, don't let me resist nothing that's going on. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, the supreme, the excellent. I want it all. So he's just yelling, (laughs) and the funny part is I'm looking at him, he's yelling, and then he's waiting for me to give him the next part of this, this mantra so that he can yell and he's yelling and he's just looking at me. He is waiting for me to just stop him and I am not about to stop him. I want to see this kid pass out. I just want to see him <laughs> yell until his his until his insides explode. Cuz he is yelling, y'all. Y'all have no idea. And this is a 6th grade class, so you know these kids are like semi mature. Like they have some of the kids are like, "Miss, I can't believe you're letting him do this right now." But everybody's like, the thing about it is everybody kind of follows me because this student, even though his handwriting is unreadable and even though he walks around the class talking and even though he's yelling the mantra that morning, he also does well on his tests. He's not a writer. He's an engineer. This kid is a tech savvy, creative, eccentric kind of kid. English ain't his thing. He can, he can tell you the answers. He can't write it out. He's not going to be able to write it out. He's, he has doctor, engineer, tech something in his future for sure. But it's not my job <laughs> to make him um, conform to um, whatever I believe should be good behavior from a kid. Because he comes to school and as far as I'm concerned in my class he does what he's supposed to do as far as the grades go as far as now he does understand because I have been really patient with him and because we finally like made a connection he understands that he can have those days with me absolutely there are days where I come in and I'm like yo we not finna do that today and all the kids be like we not finna do that they love how I talk y'all I always say very good and they're like very good Y'all should see this whole, like, interaction between me and these kids. Because sometimes they throw me back at me. Because I throw, my, I throw them back at them. Because some days they'd be like, Miss, are we gonna, do we have to do this? And I'd be like, Miss, do we have to do this? And I'd be like, yeah. So there are times when I throw them back to themselves and they throw me back to me. And when they throw me back to me, I'd be like, ah, I got to stop using that word. So now I'm, like, very nice. Because very good. They'd be like, very good. They love it. Um, so anyway... We finally get to the last part of this. Me lose. Me He's holding the note, y'all. Face is red. I'm ready for him to pass out right there in the corner by the door. And he doesn't. But when he's done, he is breathing hard. He looks like he just got off of the stage of a concert doing rock music. I don't know. But he's, and he's smiling and he's refreshed. And he's ready to listen. He's ready to chill out. He's ready to get the lesson done. Now, he did go to his desk and started messing with the girls sitting across from him. He just wouldn't be quiet that day. And then I finally told him, hey, get your tablet. 
And he knows what that means. When I tell him to get his tablet, that means go sit down over there, play a video game. And if I ask you a question, I need you to be ready to answer, which he's already, he's ready. He'll look at the question, he'll look at the instructions, and then he'll answer. And he's always right. For the most part, he is always right. And when I say for the most part, that means sometimes it takes him a little bit longer to answer. And these are some eager kids, y'all. They like, they're eager beyond what I've ever experienced. Let me tell you something. You ask a kid what's two plus two and they go two plus. It's like 80 other hands up ready to go. Miss, miss, miss. And then, you know, you always got that one. that's going to be like four. But it's that times like 800,000. These kids are like. Sixth grade on steroids because they're sixth graders, but they're very like it's their intellect is in place. And once again, I just believe it's because they have languages inside them. They speak more than two languages. So for instance, one of my students the other day, the one that is always like, Miss Kamika, mighty Miss Kamika, why are you so mighty Miss Kamika? Her. The other day she said, Miss Kamika, do you listen to David Goggins? And I was like, what you know about David Goggins? (laughs) What the fuck? So David Goggins is this motivational speaker, former uh, Marine turned motivational speaker. So I'm over here listening to like Abraham Hicks, <laughs> Aaliyah Lovely. Like I, I've been told about David Goggins, but I haven't, I haven't delved into that water. But she's like, oh, yes, Miss Kamika, he's very good. He talks about um limiting beliefs and he says like the brain can only handle like 40 percent and once your brain is at 40 percent it like you have to start thinking positive thoughts this is the kind of stuff that i come to work to y'all with sixth graders sixth graders miss we found your twitter account i know you haven't yes we did it's teacher spencer and then I tell them, that's the, that's the front account. What's the front account? That's the account to keep you from getting to the real account. Oh, then we have work to do. That's what they say to me. So right now I'm scared because I don't want them to find my other Twitter account, which is why I don't log on. I just be trying to hide. <laughs> so when it comes to my transformation, I feel good right now, y'all. I feel good. Uh, I, you know, I try not to have thoughts about missing this place because I didn't think I would make it this far. Like I literally was having dreams that I had returned home and then was trying to get back to Egypt. Like, um, and of course the roommate situation, but I've just had to like pray and be, you know, add meditation to it, drink water, um, but the food is so good. The, the vegetables and fruits are so good. I don't miss anything. I did buy me some chicken legs the other day. But the man was like, we just killed this chicken. I was like, what? He was like, chicken grow for, for goodness. I was like, all right, let me get these legs then. Um, I do need to eat because I have slimmed down a lot. And not past my own comfort. I'm just like, let me eat some meat. <laughs> let me get some some protein, protein. Um, but for the most part, I'm good. I'm happy. And I'm happy for no reason. Like, there are days I go into the classroom and I teach such good lessons. And then I know it's like, well, Kamika, that's because you have a discipline now that the outcomes are that. Like, you're not putting bad things in your body. You're getting the rest you need. 
you're you're preparing for your days, you're meditating, you're praying, um, you're you're putting good things in your mind, you're practicing good mind thoughts, and you know, things are fading. Things are fading, pain bodies are fading, toxicity is fading. Um, negative thoughts are fading, negative ways of being are fading, doubt is fading, insecurities are fading, lack of confidence is fading. All of these things are going away. And love is still at the center of who I am. So the transformation is happening and I'm letting it happen and I'm listening and I keep my candle lit and I, I don't know. I don't I'm not trying to do it any way that anybody says to do it. I just know that there are moments when something inside of me says light a candle, go get you some candles or something inside of me says go get you some water or something inside of me says go to bed. It can be 630 and something inside of me be like, let's put on a podcast and just lay in the bed until we go to sleep. Ooh. And today, y'all, I don't know why I haven't been doing it, but I, okay, so this this student that I got, we meet in the library. So I hadn't been going into the library. Like, I would go in there, but then one day I went in there, and the dude that was in there, he was coughing and stuff, and I was like, I can't do this, because his cough was bad. Like, people around, you know, people got bad coughs around here. So... But he's he's not in there right now, and there's a woman in there, so I have a class. I have this class in there with this one student. And today, the, I went to the library a little early. Something was telling me, like, quit coming home. Um, try to hang out on campus a little bit more. So I don't really like going into the teacher's lounge because where my seat is is right where people, like, always pass by. And it's just not a lot going on in there. Like, it's it's... It's cool, but it's not like, I don't know. It's just, I go in there sometimes to make sure that, um, I'm not a stranger because the people here, they, they appear to, to like me and I like them and we speak to each other and they're happy to see me and I'm happy to see them. So I make it a point to like check in, in the teacher's lounge, but Ooh, y'all, I went to the library today and I started walking around the library. I was like, it's February. Let me see what kind of black books they got. And <laughs> it's just a wealth, y'all. It's just such a wealth of information. So today I went to the, the librarian. I said, can teachers check out books? And she was like, yeah, what's your number? So I was like, uh, I don't know my number. But I'm going to go get my number from the tech people tomorrow so that I can start checking out books in the library. So I think I'm really about to like, I know for sure March, I'm planning a total pull out, like pull out of connecting. The only thing I will allow myself to do in March is this podcast, but I may not even post them. Something in me wants to spend at least one whole month unplugged in Egypt. And that might mean reading a book. That might mean taking a trip somewhere. I don't know, but I do want, I'm tired of checking in. Like, it's cool, but outside of my mom and my dad, that's pretty much it for me. Like, everybody else, you know, I'll see y'all in April may june whatever but i wanna i don't wanna feel like i have to post something or i have to show y'all something or i have to explain something um 
because I never intended to do that in the first place. It's just when I got over here, certain things were inspired in me to make sure that people back home knew or saw or experienced. And if I could share it in whole, you know, that's what I do. It feels good to be able to be that person. It feels good to inspire other people to be like, man, let me go and take this chick. <laughs> let me go and take this tax refund check and go to Africa. You know, and it's it's beautiful because a lot of people are traveling, not because of me, but like it's good to see people getting out of their comfort zones and actually coming to Africa. You know, um, I don't know what we waiting on. So that's kind of where I'm headed. Plus, now that I done discovered the library, my pullout game about to be real strong because y'all, it's nothing like it. It's nothing like being around books. It's for, I don't know. For me, it's just orgasmic and cosmic and beautiful. And they have books in the library that I definitely want to check out. And I know y'all like, tell us what kind of books they got. Ain't. <laughs> Telling y'all nothing. Let me keep something to myself. But they do have, let me say this. Of course, they have Malcolm X. They had um, a lot of uh, Mandela. There are books about Egypt. Uh, There are books about Arabic culture. There are novels about Arabic culture that are written in English. There are books that, um, on a national level, that I know I wouldn't find in a Texas high school library okay um but there's a lot they have a lot they have you know the classics the Maya Angelou the Michelle Obama books um ain't I a woman book of poetry um but I'm gonna I'm gonna delve off into some of their cultural literature and see if I can hang um that might be another reason I ain't saying because I might be like they're smarter than me and so um that's pretty much it um but yeah it's black history month and um some days y'all i feel like you know we about to have a war these white people want to try to make the south rise again and then there are days where i'm like you know what god is really um (laughs) giving the inheritors of the earth the earth like Progress is happening and it's happening very slow. And if we just stay resilient and keep moving forward and be thankful for those who really have to deal with the bullshit. Like, it's one thing to be the target of racism and racist, but it's a whole nother to be the wife of a racist. And realize that you're not racist to be the son of a racist and realize you're not racist to be the daughter of a racist and realize you're not racist to be the brother, sister, uncle, cousin, grandmama of a racist. Because racists aren't just racist to people of color. They're shitty to their own people. And they're dumb and they're stupid. Yeah, I'm saying it. But one of them was president and he was dumb and he was stupid. So, you know, count your blessings, count your blessings. Let's just count our blessings and keep pushing forward. Keep moving forward. Keep changing these laws. Keep putting them behind bars if and when we can. Keep putting people of color and culture in positions of power. Keep creating your own wealth. Keep creating your own power. 
get healed. Get somewhere and sit down and get healed, though, too, because there will be blood. And I would like to believe that you weren't smoking a blunt. (laughs) When the enemy came over the hill. Oh, my God, y'all. All the way back to Crazy Horse. They attacked those people on the day that they didn't even know they were coming. It was a sunny day in June. And they look up and here come these crackers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (sighs) Anyway, I'm happy. You're happy. We're happy. Good. I am keeping y'all in my prayers. I am keeping you lifted up. I am keeping the world lifted up. The world is becoming a better place more and more every day. You may not see the end results, but I'm telling you, victory is on the side of those who follow God. The one true living God. Be good. Be good. Be good. Be God. Peace.